What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Welcome back, everyone. It's a Monday. Hope you had a lovely weekend. That would be nice. If they had a lovely weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope hope so. I hope they did. I would hope so. Um, It's fucking freezing again. Yeah. We went from 63 to snow. I don't understand how this is happening. Although I think in like two days it's supposed to be back up to like 50. I've had enough. It's stupid. Yesterday was freezing ass. It was freezing ass. Yeah. It was freezing ass. It was. How rude of my (gasps) computer, sorry. (laughs) Um, It was freezing ass and absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't like it. Um, I used to not mind it so much, but A, I'm getting old. And be my simulator. What's like, my excuse? <laughs> I'm just you're grumpy. getting old. You're starting to get old. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait, can you imagine being a kid and wanting to go sleigh riding? <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? No, what are they thinking? No. I'll go. I'll go like tubing. If you like, got something that'll bring me up the hill. <laughs> I'll sit in it and I'll slide down. Other than that, I don't want to lay in the snow. I don't want to throw snowballs. I don't want to make snow angels. I don't want to make a fucking snowman. Can I ask you a question? I don't want it. What are you going to do when you have kids? I'm going to have to do it. Okay. We're going to go to a bougie-ass ski club that has a little lift that we can stand on. Oh, my God. Trekking up a hill in in the snow is not an easy feat. Listen. Remember when me and Zane went and I almost passed out? Because it was negative like five degrees. It was that was ridiculous. That, yeah. but even over here, you know, the big hills over here where they yeah. go tubing and stuff like yeah. that. Like you're gonna have to bring your babies there. Build it. I just told snowman. you I'm gonna go to a place that has a no. lift. <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids can run up and down the hill all day. <laughs> yeah, they mommy, can. Mommy, hi, mommy. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Oh, Obviously, I can walk up a hill. It's but like, if I don't have to, I'm not doing it at my age with no children. <laughs> The other day was, um, it was maybe a 10-year-old memory popped Mm -hmm. up on my thing, Mm -hmm. and we had a huge storm. We got like 35 inches of snow in one day, and you see Imani, he was a little nothing. (laughs) He was so little. He was, he went and he cleared a path by the swing, right? And he's on the swing, swinging. And he fucking jumps off and like face disappears <laughs> just into the snow. And I'm like, that is so my Imani. But it was so funny because it's like, thank God for the little memories that pop up, you know? Yeah. And he's he like, forget well, about I that remember. shit. He goes, I remember this. And I'm like, it's so sweet. You yeah. Know? But um, my point of that was I was recording it in the beginning from the inside of my house. <laughs> And then I wound up going outside because I couldn't get a good enough view. Yeah. But um, I was always out there when they were younger, snowmen. And yeah, we built a snowman one year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I'm getting older, it's like, it's fuck the cold, man. It is. I just don't, cool. I just don't want it anymore. I know you're like, yeah. And the bundling up, I fucking hate bundling up. Yeah, so do I. It's too much work. Yeah. Like in the summer, like, oh, just like. Picture this, like, you need to go to the grocery store, you just throw on your flip-flops, it's freaking 7 p.m., the, the sun, sun is, is like, still out, still out oh. and it's it's sunny, and you don't have to worry about anything, you just run out of the house, you can sit outside and sit on the grass, it's just serotonin. It's a, just a different vibe. Yeah. You hibernate in the winter. We do need the balance, but winter lasts a little bit too long. Yeah. A little bit. 
I agree. Anyways, um, we did get blessed with nice weather a few days before, though. Um, I went into the city for Fashion Week. I think I briefly talked about it on here that I was going. Mm-hmm. It was lovely, actually. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Very nice. I didn't go to, like, Gucci or anything. I just went to, like, you know, like, upcoming designers, which I think is even cooler. Like, you get to My see... My girlfriend's daughter was there. Oh, really? And I was so curious, but I think hers was the next day. Okay, yeah. But she had her whole line, and she did everything, and I'm like, that would be so cool if you were at her thing. Uh-huh. Because her... Her, my friend watches you and listens to Zane's no music. Way. So it would have been like just full circle. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? That you were there sitting there watching her daughter's stuff. It, it was on the 12th? Really cool. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was there on, on the, the 11th. 11th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I was going to say something to you, and then I looked, and I think hers was the 12th. Oh, and that would have been cool. She had a picture of something in Times Square, too, so I don't know if her daughter's picture was up on the Times Square wow. thing. And I was like, yeah, it's really cool. It was so <clears> cool because... I actually really liked the fact that it was like upcoming designers. I think it was like upcoming models too, even. That's amazing. I'm not 100% sure. I could be wrong about that. But um, my favorite part was after all the models walked, the like person that created the company would come out and like wave and smile. And like it just made me so emotional. I'm like, you go. Like you're up there and this is your brand and you just watch like everybody clap for you and the photographers at the end of the like runway taking all the pictures like it's amazing i felt like so surreal moment for them i felt so proud that was like my literally my favorite part that's beautiful it was so cool um and then my parents came with me because they were like oh we'll just like have a day in the city while you're there and then it ended up being like a let's just stay over and then overnight like screw it you know so i ended up grabbing a hotel and my parents were like, what are we going to do? Maybe we should see a show. Da, da, da. And I'm like, well, if you're going to go see a show, like I'm coming with because I fucking love Broadway. So they went under the red steps in Times Square and they ended up getting tickets to, it's called Come From Away. I know. I never heard of it. Apparently it's been on Broadway for years. Never heard of it. I know. Me either. Okay. Um, it's basically about, I don't know if you know the story of, there was 7,000 people in planes on 9-11 that landed in Newfoundland. Newfoundland, Newfoundland in Canada. Um, I thought it was spelt Finland. People on my Instagram were very upset. They were correcting me, but it's spelt Foundland. But the way they pronounce it, they're like Newfoundland, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was spelt the same as the place in Europe. Okay, anyways, um, they landed there and it's like a very small, like not unpopulated area. Uh-huh. So 7,000 people, they needed to find shelter oh, and food. I do remember You've this. heard of this story? Yes, yes. Basically, that's the show. Oh. Yeah, so, but the cool thing is, which usually I don't like, it was literally only like 12 actors. Like, you know, when we go see Broadway shows, they're switching things out, right? like, every five seconds. Um, literally only like 12 people, and the um, set barely even changed. It was like them and chairs, and that sounds like very, like, if somebody told me that before, I'd be like, I'm not going not to see go. that. It was incredible. Really? Like, and I think that's even more impressive, the fact that they didn't use that many actors and they, they only used a whole bunch of sets. They right. didn't have a thousand actors. Right. It was simple but yes. amazing. Huh? Yes. The the oh. cool thing that they had is like this the stage would spin. Like in the middle there was like like a lazy Susan in the middle and they would like spin. Um they had like big trees on the side, but it was literally them and like fifteen like antique mismatching chairs. You know what I mean? And uh, the orchestra was on stage. So like on each side, it was like the band. And like at, at times they would come up and like play because they were like in a bar, you know, like wow. the light, the signs would light up and then the band would come up. Um, it was, it was really good for it being that, you know what I mean? Like I would think that that would be boring. 
but it was very, very well done. It was funny. It was emotional, but it was like a feel-good show, even though you would think it would be sad, you right, know, right. about 9-11. And there were definitely parts that were very emotional, but it ended up being a really good show. Wow. So if you ever find yourself in the city and you want to go see something, I think okay. you would like it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I never heard of it before, but it was it was really cute. I enjoyed it a lot. Um and then after that, we were all grandmas, and we just went back to the hotel, and we relaxed. Oh, we went out to eat. Went to a really great pizza place in Times Square, actually. It was called John's Pizza of Times Square. Thin crust, like good quality pizza. Mm. Best Caesar salad I probably ever had. Really? Yeah, because my parents have never had 99-cent pizza. I know. What a New Yorker. Like, what kind of New Yorker yeah, are you? Fake fans. <laughs> so I was going to take them there, and then we came across this place, and I was like, this would be nice to just like sit, sit down. Sit down, mm-hmm. right. And it was... It was very good pizza. It was like oh, high quality. And nice. I'm like, honestly, we have so many pizzerias over here. Like, it'll taste like a 99 cent piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll go one day. We right, freaking right. live here. Um, but yeah. Interesting. That was pretty much it. For brunch in the morning, before I went to my show, we went to Mom's. Um, it was good. The mac and cheese was good. It wasn't like life-changing, but it was yummy. But I would definitely recommend that pizza place. And we stayed at the hotel. It was called The Row. It was pretty affordable for being in Times Square area. Um, and it was nice. It was simple. It wasn't anything fancy. It was just a simple hotel with two beds. It had p- a bed and yeah. that's all you needed. The you pillows. Pillow. <laughs> really? Took a picture of the tag. Wow, they were lovely. Will I ever buy them? No, I always do that at hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I do like our pillows that we have here anyway, but they were really great. It was a great sleep. And that was that. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. But yeah, that was my little trip. Sounds like a bunch of fun. Yeah, it was Nothing great. better than New York City. I know, right? And now I'm going, well, by the time you guys hear this, I have already went, but now I'm going Friday, too, with Lee. I'm so excited. Which Willow Smith pulled out of the tour, what the fuck, for production limitations. I don't know about that. Listen, you sent me that link of the argument going on. And yeah, people, people are arguing are, People are right. People are like, you know, she's like very entitled. She has That's that it sounds very like. entitled thing. And to, you know, back out of that to go with who she's choosing to go. Like, yeah. MGK, I think she's with now. Yeah. And it's like, what? Which MGK is great, but like, how but are, are you, you gonna- committed? Like, it, what, isn't there such thing as like contract or just right. like respect? How about like, right. this is what you were going to do? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, some people were saying like, some people were saying, like, what if people bought a ticket to the show to see you? To see her. Yeah. Because I bet some people did that. Mm-hmm. I used to do that when I was younger, buy tickets for the opener. Right. And then they cancel, and it's like, what do you do? A week. A week before? Like, that's just no good. I think she's, unfortunately, I think she's put a bad taste in people's mouth. Cause because of that. Because I... I I read that this is the second time she's done that. Really? Yeah. Listen, if she said like personal reasons or mental health or anything, anything of the else. sort, sure. Right. But like production limitations, what, they can't get your CO2? They can't get the lights that you want? Right. Come like on. humble yourself. Right. If, if that's, that's the reasoning. that's what people are saying. People yeah. are saying she's acting like an entitled brat. Like, yeah. But I don't know. Listen, <clears throat> maybe somebody better will open for Billy. I don't know who's going to yet. I don't I mean, know if they've announced I it. I, I mean, a week before the sh- the tour starts, it's like, how do you even get somebody to put together a whole... I'm sure people are dropping to their knees to open for her, though. You know what I, I mean? Just, I just think, like, wow. But like, to plan it, yeah. Yeah, like, to plan it, like, sets and, and you Maybe know, Phineas dances. Will. Oh, 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 That'd be cool. That would be amazing. I love him. Yeah. 
Wow. I know, yeah, to choreograph everything. Maybe they'll just take like an old show and like and redo just, it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a shame because I know you said you were actually looking forward to oh, seeing her. Oh, they're kind of fun. I was excited. Right. So, but, all right. So, no Willow. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, nasty taste in my mouth now because yeah, I don't know. I think that's she should have lied and said it was for personal reasons. <laughs> Honestly, not that we could zone lying. <laughs> like, but, but right, it would make you look like you would have sympathy versus people like e. Yeah, it's you not know? really lying. That is a personal reason. She didn't want to. I mean. It's personal. You know what I mean? But like saying production right. limitations just right. makes you sound like an entitled little brat. Right. I was watching a show, um, Married at First Sight. Okay. And one of the guys was going off on a rant. And like, he was just an asshole. Like, I didn't like him from day one. He was just an asshole. Yeah. But at one point, you know, they were like, you know, oh, we noticed that you always, you get uptight and kind of snap quickly and he was like well it's the production you know the production of the show and they're always this and they're always that and blah, blah, blah. And he was like you know what I could take it and slim it what, uh, what did he say um, narrow yeah, like basically he was like yeah I could do a better job I could uh-huh. revamp everything the way your production is done uh-huh. you're talking to the show you're talking to the producers of the so show so disrespectful like, exactly and that's how I felt like Willow was like, yeah. like, how do you do that? How do you diss the thing that was going to bring you, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I like, yeah. wa- like wasn't she, she's probably going to get paid nice too. Like, it's so weird to me. I mean, her dad is Will Smith, so she doesn't fucking need the money, I guess. But still, as soon as you sent that, I was like, sounds like a nasty little celebrity attitude. That stinks. Yeah. But listen. It's okay. Even if somebody. for a reason. Exactly. Somebody, exactly. Somebody better. Yeah, somebody yeah. better, or even if it's somebody I never heard of, and then it introduces me to a new artist. New. Yep. Because when Tori Kelly had people opening for her, when I used to go see her all the time, I'm in love with that band now, Third Story. Right. I never heard of them. But right. They're the acapella group, right? Well, yeah, they, they use instruments. Okay. But... Yeah, they they like harmonize and like on stage, like they're real artists. You know what I mean? Like right. he'll like record himself and like use it as a backtrack in oh, front of you, like so that awesome. kind of dope yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from them in a while, actually. I don't think they've released in a long time, but and they're from Brooklyn, so that's I don't know. It was just really cool, but hmm. um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who opens for her. I don't know. Uh, yeah. By the time this comes out, we already know. It's exciting. Yeah, I know. Aaliyah's super excited. I know. I texted her like randomly, like. Yesterday or two days ago, and I was like, Friday, bitch. She's like, I was just about to fucking text you. I'm so excited. I was like, what? <laughs> That's so random. She's like, I'm at the mall shopping right now. What are we going to wear? <laughs> I'm like, wow, I know. So I weird. text her, and I'm like, um, you know, how's it going? She's like, good. She goes, I got my outfit. She's ready. <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's like, is, should I bring a jacket? Is it going to be warm? Do you think? I'm like, I wouldn't overthink it. We're going to walk right from, you know, the train station right into it. And then right from there, right back. Right. Good. Good. I'm like, comfortable, like, whatever you want to wear. You don't even have to be comfortable because we're not going to walk a lot. Right, right. You know, but we're not going to be in the cold a lot. I'm probably going to wear, um, I have like a hoodie dress. Remember when we watched her concert that was live streamed here? Uh-huh. I have like a hoodie dress with her face on it. I'll be that bitch and wear her merch. I don't care. Aww, I'll probably wear that. that with like maybe like my lined stockings or leather pants and like boots. Just simple. Love well, the seats that I got, we're going to be like in front of a bar. So we'll be able to take cool pictures, you know, like standing against the bar with the stage in the background. Oh, that'll be awesome. So that'll be cool. Oh my yeah. God. I'm so happy for you guys. Me too. It came so fast. I'm so excited about it. It did. It seemed like it was so, so far away. Yeah. And now it's like here. I mean, I bought them in August. Wow. It like flew by. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. 
So that's cool. Okay. Uh, what's your funny story? Okay. So my funny story is I had to go for a procedure. Okay. And um, after the, you know, I get put to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then they wake me up. And then like, okay, everyone's on the way. Are you hungry? Thirsty? I said, I'm really thirsty. Can you get me? You know, she rattles everything off. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe cranberry juice. She goes, all right, if we don't mm-hmm. have cranberry, I said, I don't know, like just a fruit juice. Mm-hmm. So she comes back what seemed like a minute later with my fruit juice. And I'm sitting on the bed completely dressed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ask me how I got dressed, Alyssa. What do you mean? I have zero. Now think of how many what how many surgeries mean? in the last two years. In the last two years, three, two, two years. How many surgeries I've had? How many times I had to go to the hospital for injections, for for all nerve blocks, and every single time I was put to sleep. Every single time I've been put to sleep, I wake up, they talk to me, they tell me how everything went. I they help me get up, make sure you're st- sturdy on your feet from the anesthesia, and then you get dressed. Yeah. Zero zero recollection of getting dressed. It or was maybe bothered- you weren't off of it yet. You were like still like loopy. I mean, apparently. I, 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 apparently. <laughs> but I'm sitting there thinking because I'm very, very self-conscious of my body. So I got to make sure the, the curtain is closed perfectly to the wall. And then I'll, like, take off my the, the hospital gown. Like, one thing at a time. And, like, one thing. I remember nothing. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, what the fuck? If I was, like, parading around there off the shits. Did you like, ask them? Swinging my fucking bra and <laughs> It scares me that I have zero, zero. Did you ask them? No, because I didn't realize I didn't remember until I was on oh. the way home. I'm like, wait a second. How the fuck did I get dressed? That's like sometimes driving and, home, you're like, I don't even remember the drive here. But I have <laughs> tried. That's the worst, too. Right. But I have tried to revisit and really figure out how and when I got dressed, and I can't for the life of me. Really? And it's really bothering me. And then I was talking to Amani about it. I'm like, it's like really trippy. And he's like, well, that's what drugs do to you, Ma. Yeah. But... I don't know how people, knowing this now, I don't know how people could choose to do drugs. Because that five minutes, maybe that it was, that I was, I don't know. It like freaked you out. But listen, I have, I I was wearing sneakers and socks and pants and underwear and a bra and a cami and a shirt and a jacket. How the fuck did I get all of that on? A, without falling. B, without knowing I did it. And then I said to Eva, I'm like, ever. Like, I was telling him, like, I don't remember. He's like, oh, I dressed you. I'm like, oh, thank God. He's like, no, but I really didn't. You were dressed when I got there. We oh, you were joking? And, everything. and I'm like, what? I. <laughs> that is so bizarre. It, it's the worst feeling. I have to tell you, like, it's really been bothering me. Well, I can't believe you didn't ask. I would have been like, did you guys dress me or did I dress because, myself? No, because I didn't realize it until after. Yeah. Like, I was still kind of like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, Emma's yeah. Here, okay, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I was having a conversation with the girl. She was telling me that she's like TikTok famous. I'm, well, 
not TikTok famous. One of her TikToks, TikToks went viral. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, what's the TikTok? And she's like, oh, I don't even actually know my username. She goes, because it's uh-huh. like a generic like user. Blah, 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 oh, okay, blah. okay. And I was like, well, what was the TikTok? She's like, oh, I was making sourdough bread. And I was letting it rise in the oven. But then my mother put the oven on, not knowing it was in there. So it was just like <gasps> a mess everywhere. Oh, but it uh-huh. went viral, like millions of hits. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on my phone trying to find trying it. To find it. I remember that. Yeah. I remember the conversation. They How probably I dressed, dressed you. I have no idea. They and probably helped you. But that's mortifying for me. Have you seen? No, you haven't. Thank God. <laughs> have you seen me naked? <laughs> it's no, I haven't. And all I keep thinking is, what the fuck? Like, oh yeah, but you, you know, no. listen. I used to feel that way when I went to the gyno too. I'm like, oh, I gotta make sure I'm shaved. And I'm like, you gotta. I always think like they've fucking seen worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. they've fucking seen worse. <laughs> uh. God. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, well, it was also, it was a colonoscopy, right? So, I'm like petrified. Okay, so still now, if I giggle or... That's a camera up your ass, no? Yeah. <laughs> so, if I giggle or, like, cough, my ribs and everything still hurt. Ooh. Because oh! drinking the shit... <laughs> I got really sick. Yeah. And I was puking. Oh. My guts up so much and I was dry heaving because there was nothing in me. Ooh. So everything was hurting, you know? Yeah. So I go in the next morning and I'm petrified because I threw half the shit up and oh, I'm like, well, what shit. if I'm still full of shit? So I'm in there, I'm nervous and I'm, this is way TMI, guys. I didn't but know no. that happened. Ew, I hate throwing up. Right? So, Ugh. yeah, well, how about fucking, okay. And then so your now, back too, that hurts your back. So... And uh, so now I go in the morning of, and I, and I'm like petrified. I'm like, what if I'm not cleaned out? So the girl goes, "You'll do fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine." I'm like, "No, you don't understand. Like I threw, I the threw first it half up for the yeah. mixture, you know." Yeah. Was and it gross? It. I. Oh, that's please, why. You, yeah. Please. It <laughs> fucked you up. Okay. Ugh. So now. I'm like, really? So then they bring me in. The PA is with me at this point, And I'm just, I guess my my legs were rocking. She goes, she puts her hand on my knee. She's like, you'll be okay. Aww. I'm like, no, you don't understand. What if I shit? <laughs> she's like, first of all, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> right. We're, this is what we do. Yeah. And she goes, if anything, he'll just stop the procedure and we'll try again another time, you know? Yeah. So I'm okay. So I have my be kind mask, right? Uh-huh. So I walk into the procedure room. Now I'm fucking shaking, right? <laughs> so I walk in, and the doctor is so nice. So he goes, how you doing, Geraldine? I said, good. And he goes, don't worry. He goes, the best thing I can tell you is I'm going to be kind to your hot, to, to your To your rear. I don't know. It sound, I thought it rhymed, but anyway. He's <laughs> like, don't worry. I'm going to be kind to your whatever, right? So I looked at him like... That's weird. Something weird to say. Derriere? So he goes, your mask? And I'm like, oh, well, I hope my ass is going to you. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I hope I don't shit all over you. (laughs) I fucking had them all fucking crying in there. They were all laughing. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (sighs) Yeah, so A, I didn't shit, thank God. (laughs) B, I have no idea how I got dressed. Yeah. None. Zero. Well, and then like, you're going to be here a few hours. So they're like, my appointment was at eight. She's like, you'll probably be here till like 11. Mm-hmm. Um, my procedure was at 830. Okay. But be there at eight for the paperwork, for the prep, yeah. whatever. Okay. So ever drops me off at eight. Yeah. I said, right. Bye. And it was like a half hour away. Oh, well, shit. 40 minutes away. Oh, shit. So I'm like, bye. Love you. See you later. So, I wake up and I'm dressed, 
by like nine ten. Oh, so ha- and they're like, "Oh, Ever's on his way." I'm like, "He could have just fucking stayed home." Yeah, I'm like, "How the hell?" Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was super, super quick. Yeah. And I think that's probably why I think they were thinking it would be longer. Yeah. And maybe I got dressed because the whole time I was there, I hear them saying to the lady next door, okay, it's time to wake up. Okay. It's time to get up now. Your husband's time to wake up. Yeah. So I'm thinking I just like the first time they said it to me, I got up, got dressed and like probably passed back out again. Probably. But I, to have zero recollection is kind of scary. Yeah. You know, I know Zane and I actually were just having this conversation yesterday. Um, Drugs are crazy, but also we started watching this show because now I have HBO Max, so I'm like, let's take advantage of it if there's anything we want to watch. And it was Valentine's Day yesterday, so we were just like chilling on the couch, relaxing, because we never do that. Um, it was called uh, A Flight Attendant, where she wakes up. She's a flight attendant. She wakes up one day. She's single, so she sleeps with men, and she woke up one day, and one of them was murdered in her bed, and she doesn't know how it happened. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good show. It's not something I would like absolutely run back to, but Zane and I are going to watch it together because we want to know what happened, you know? Uh-huh. Anyways, she's like freaking a drunk. Like every night she's drinking, especially now because this happened. She's like freaking out, you know? And we were just saying to each other, we're like, how does somebody even just function like feeling that way? Like, because yesterday we had like a beverage or two and I was like, I feel like, you know, like nasty. Like, I feel gross, you know what I mean? Like, headachy, a little bit nauseous, you know, when you drink. And I'm like, how do people function daily feeling that way? Like, aren't they like, oh, shit, I don't want to feel this way today? <laughs> like, don't you feel crappy? Like, how do you function and do things? That's, yeah. So I, I understand I, what you're saying. Also, I watched some Euphoria, too. So that, too, the drugs and everything. I'm like, how do people how? feel this way all the time? But and you think people it are makes addicted. you think it makes you think of how fucked up their life is that brought them to a part that that's where they, they want to feel like that all the time. Be. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So true. Very crazy. I know. But um, yeah, you like yeah. really want to escape reality and just like stay drunk, like just not feel like that. It's like just ever. get out of your reality. Yeah, start a new reality. Yeah, if your current reality is that bad that you just want to either be drunk or high all the time. Yeah. I think you me know? and you can't fathom it because we, we've we never hate, been, we've never been, but we also hate being out of control. Right. So I don't like that feeling either. Like being out of control of myself that you're like, what the fuck just has That's probably why I cry every time I'm drunk. Cause I realize shit, I'm out of control. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait, wait, no, no, just one more, just one more, just one more. It's like, <laughs> That's the worst too. When you're like drunk and then you're just sitting there and you're like, Am I? Do I know what I'm doing right now? I like, don't know I what feel I'm like doing. I'm not in control of what's happening. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so yeah, guys, don't 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 get a camera up your ass. Don't get a camera up your ass and forget how you got dressed. Don't become a drug addict or an alcoholic. Okay? Yeah, no, like, please don't. Find positive things to for distraction if you mm. need the distraction. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Instead of like turning to drugs and alcohol. Besides the fact that drugs and alcohol is an expensive sort of addiction, you know? <laughs> like, just go for a walk. I think about that with cigarettes too. I'm like, that's fucking an expensive habit right there. Yeah. What are they now? $15 a pack? Probably. Ooh, and smokers smoke like what? A pack a day? At least? Yeah. I mean, I've like, known people that smoke three packs a day. Shut the God, fuck up. How, how bad they must smell. Um, that's $45 a day? That's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, I don't think—smoking still, to me, 
as much as it's still there, I feel like it's not nowhere near. Like I felt when back I was back in the a day, kid, it was glorified. It was. It was glorified, and I felt like everybody and their mother smoked. It yeah. was just everybody had a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think it's even because I don't know because it it went from that to like being this disgusting lung cancer lung black lungs like all of that mm-hmm. i think it's so disgusting to me yeah you know yeah um it's but, just it's like the drugs and alcohol thing it's like why would you want to wake up and put something so terrible into your body yeah but at the end of the day it's like an addiction yeah so it's crazy they don't think about it that way but for us it's like oh i can never function like that daily like people that wake up and don't even brush their teeth and just smoke uh, I remember when I smoked, I said, I will never pay more than $2 for a pack of cigarettes. If it ever hits $2, I'm going to quit smoking. I think when I quit, it was $1.65 wow. a pack. Holy shit. Imagine that. <laughs> and now it's like 15 Holy shit. Yeah. Hopefully, like, the marijuana industry will, like, overtake. You know? Yeah. Like, now that it's becoming more normalized legal and legal. States, yeah, hopefully yeah. that's, like, obviously a lot safer. <laughs> it's a plant. So, yeah. hopefully that becomes more, like, normalized. It'd be nice. Yeah. I don't know. The the cigarette industry just, the tobacco industry just makes so much fucking money. Think about how many people around the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. Crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, thanks for coming to our TED Talk. We're going to read some emails. Okay. We're going to do some in-law drama right on brand. Mm -hmm. Shall we? Shall we? Go right ahead, Mammy, ma'am. This is sister-in-law drama. And also, am I an asshole? Hello, lovely ladies. I am several months behind, but I love binging your podcast. I am needing some advice on what I should do about my drama queen of a sister-in-law. Because there's a part of me that is just done with it. Sorry in advance, that's long, but I want to give you as many details as I can. Ready, guys? Buckle up. My boyfriend's 28, and I'm 26. We've been together for a little bit over a year and a half. He has one full sister who is 26, two half-brothers, 16 and 14, and a half-sister who is 12 from his mom, and a half-brother who is 7 from his dad. This is a little random, but it will make sense later, I promise. When we first started dating, he was living with his sister, whose husband is a loser and is never home, so we became really good friends. She had just found out that she was expecting and due in March and had a two-year-old son. I always asked her if it was okay if I stayed the night, even though she told us several times that she really didn't care. It's just common courtesy. Keep in mind that any time that I stayed there, I did the dishes, cleaned her living room, helped take care of her animals, bought groceries, made dinner, and shoveled snow that winter, and regularly watched her son while she went out and ran errands. Mm. It got really old really fast, but whatever. I appreciated her letting me stay there and spend time with my boyfriend. We were doing pretty good until things got rocky between her and her husband. I mean, it was the whole time on and off between them, but it seemed closer. The closer that she got to her due date, the more drama she seemed to have. For reference, they fight a lot because her husband cheated on her on their wedding night and with her maid of honor. I'm sorry, but I would have gotten an annulment. Cheated on her wedding night with the maid of honor? So probably her best friend? (gasps) My God. In return, (laughs) she slept with his stepsister's fiance. She knows he cheated on her, but he doesn't know that she got even. Oh, Oh, this is like a a relationship of disaster. (sighs) Like, wow. We slowly grew apart as there were things that she chose to do in her pregnancy that I would never do. However, I did not voice those opinions because not my body and not my baby. I kept all of her secrets regarding her pregnancy as well. 
waited until her, she told her husband, didn't tell anyone that it was a girl until she announced it, things like that. Around the end of January, my boyfriend and I found out that we were expecting, but decided to keep it a secret because we were looking for our own place and we were already doing our best with bills. One night, I guess she felt guilty because she told us that she had cheated on her husband several times around the time that she got pregnant and wasn't completely sure if it was her husband's baby. We kept this to ourselves because not our business to share, plus didn't want to be a part of the drama. At about six weeks pregnant, I started bleeding, and we assumed the worst, and although it was hard, we were glad we kept the pregnancy to ourselves. Over the next few weeks, we got conflicting news about the pregnancy, and we were afraid to have hope. Come the end of March, my boyfriend's niece was born, and unfortunately, I had surgery that same day to remove my left fallopian tube and what remained of my miscarried atopic pregnancy. Um. This was very hard for us, but we let the family know in order to explain our absence. We did not meet his niece until she was about six weeks old, and then I did not want to hold her because I resented his sister. Fast forward, we moved out the beginning of March, right before all the drama, and live about an hour away from his family, so we don't see them very often anymore. My boyfriend is happy with this move because it got us out of the bed area that he grew up in. It puts about 10 minutes away Uh, It puts us about 10 minutes away from his dad and stepmom, who has he been recently getting close to again. His son actually lived with his dad for about a year because it was what he felt was best for his son at the time, and we spent every weekend with him. My boyfriend doesn't really mind not seeing or talking to his sister that often because he hates being a part of the drama. In July, we found out that I was pregnant again, and because of what we have just been through, we kept it very tight-lipped. His mom told his sister and other siblings, which we expected. However, his sister took it upon herself to call their dad and stepmom and tell them that he and I were expecting again before we even had the chance to tell them. And most recently, we found out the gender of our baby the day before Thanksgiving. His mom called Thanksgiving morning to wish us a happy Thanksgiving and to ask if we were telling people what the gender was. He told her that it was a boy, and then he heard his sister excited in the background. He asked her to not tell anyone until we had a chance, as it was our baby and our news. Well, my two-year-old daughter wasn't feeling well, so I stayed home with her. My two-year-old daughter wasn't feeling well, so I stayed home with her so that she wouldn't get any of the other kids at Thanksgiving sick. He took my six-year-old daughter and his nine-year-old son to his dad's for Thanksgiving. When he got there, his stepmom congratulated him on the baby being a boy, and his sister, who was already there, refused to make eye contact. When she asked where I was, he told her that I was not coming because I didn't want to pull a her and get everyone else sick. For reference, she brought her son, who was sick, to a family gathering, knowing that he was sick, and ended up giving all of the little ones there hand, foot, and mouth. Hmm. At this point, I was just frustrated, and when we saw his dad and stepmom the next day, his sister brought up, and without even thinking, I brought up all of the drama that I knew about her because I was so annoyed. How I was surprised that her and her husband even showed up together because she's been staying at her mom's with her two kids because her and her husband are on the verge of divorce after she got her medical card, and her, which her husband is absolutely against. I let out how when he finds out that their daughter isn't even his, that he'll probably be the last straw and just about everything else. The worst part is I don't even feel bad because she is constantly telling everyone else business to anyone that will listen, and I'm tired of it. So am I an asshole? She also likes to tell all of our business to his son's mother, who abandoned their son and has not contacted us in regards of his son for almost a year. Thank you so much in advance, ladies, and I apologize for the long email. I just really wanted to give you my thoughts and get an outside perspective. You ladies are amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. It's very much appreciated. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Holy guacamole. Holy guacamole is right. So, do I think you're an asshole? No. Um, no. And the reason I don't think you're an asshole is because you've known this for a really long time and you were holding it, your lips tight, and you weren't saying anything. She confided in you everything, telling you how he cheated and then she cheated with several people, doesn't even know who the baby's daddy is and all this other shit, and you always kept your lips quiet. You never said anything. You were doing the right thing. There's only so many times people could shit on you before you're going to fucking blow up. And she deserved it, you know? And whether people think it's right or wrong, it doesn't give a shit. Because you know what? She, Her and her husband are the ones that are doing the wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, let me cheat on you. I'm going to cheat on you in retaliation. I mean, that's a fucking horrible marriage. <laughs> I mean, why even be? It's like tit for tat. Are you kidding Ugh. me? Especially when, I mean, obviously you're not using protection if you don't even know who the baby's daddy is. I mean, that's just... Trash upon trash upon more trash. Wow. <laughs> and um, I am very sorry for your loss of your of that first pregnancy. And I'm really sorry that people can't give you the same respect that you gave them without saying anything and keeping it quiet. I mean, that's pretty shitty. Mm. Um, I think just moving forward... <laughs> Just keep it between you and your husband. So yeah, that was gonna be my thing. Brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, don't go around talking all your business. And it's a shame because you would want to tell family and just say, "Let's go at my pace." Uh-huh. You know, like I'm telling you because you're an important part of my life. But can you just not tell anybody until like I do it? And the fact that they didn't respect that is shit. Yeah, I think unfortunately you're gonna have to wait until you're ready for it to be like totally public to tell anybody because they're obviously closer with her than you guys are and they your family can't keep their mouth shut apparently (laughs) which i would be upset with your whole family honestly for them not even respecting your boundaries in my opinion like you trusted some of your family members with things and they still go run their mouths to other family members that obviously can't keep it to themselves like that's what I'm saying. It's like a pickle, though, because it's like you feel like it's your family. You want to go tell them. And it's well, like the can't. fact that they've proven that you can't, yeah. they don't respect you enough to mm-hmm. honor your wishes. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to be tight-lipped for now and then not say anything until you want it broadcast across the world. Right. You know? Until you're fine with that and yeah. you've already, you know, said your dues. I think also, like, she went and told that family member and she didn't even tell them, like, oh, but hush, hush, like, don't say anything. Because that family member went right up to you and she was like, congratulations on the boy. You know what I mean? Like the sister-in-law went and told everybody and wasn't even like, but don't say anything. anything, Yeah. She just like is blurting it everywhere. I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) To me, it's yucky. And I think that the fact that your husband is on board and feeling the same and doesn't want to be involved in the drama is a blessing, girlfriend, because you don't want him to be like, oh, they're fine. They're fine. And then you have to be around them all the the time. That would be the fucking worst. Oh, my God. Like the fact that you have a supportive partner and you've moved an hour away now. I mean, he's literally like, oh, thank God I'm away from that. Right. I I don't want to be near that. That's a blessing. Yeah. It is. Because some men are like, my family, it doesn't matter. Like, get over it. Let you, your husband, and your kids be your family, yep. you know, and then just distance them and have, you know, 
yeah. limited interactions with them. Yeah. And just don't don't tell them anything that you don't want everybody knowing because they've proven time and time again that that's how it's going to be. Yep. You know? And yeah. obviously they're just icky people to be around. Like, she obviously disrespected herself when she was pregnant. You said many things that you disagreed with. Um, and, you know, the the cheating while on the marriage and then getting back at each other. It's just a very immature person to be around, and it's not somebody that you want to surround yourself with. Definitely so, not. I would say keep keep far, far away. Far, Which you already have done, away. so I think you're on the right yeah, path. definitely. Okay, monster-in-law story. Okay. What's up, Bogomil fam? This is going to be a long one, so buckle up. Oh my God, I just said that to the last email. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is very long. Okay, well, I'm going to try to do my best. I told Alyssa I had, like, ocular migraines this morning. If nobody's ever experienced that, it's, like, literally, like, I was looking at kaleidoscope, like, worm-looking things through my vision, and I had, like, literally, like, a patch. It looked like a piece of electrical tape before my eyes, so it would, like, just black out. Like, I would, like, look at the screen, but part of it would just be blacked out. That's crazy. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it today, and then it's it's getting better, so. Oh. Uh, if you want to switch off paragraphs, let me know. All right. Kay. I'm going to, yeah, Okay. All right, so backstory. My husband and I met when we were in high school, started dating December 2013. He left for boot camp July 2014. We got engaged December 2016, married September 2017, and had our first baby September 2019. When my husband and I first got married, my mother-in-law was okay-ish. We would talk and text often and got along fine. My husband was stationed in his hometown for about three years, and we were only two hours from his parents, so we would go visit visit them every other weekend for three years straight. They never came to us. My parents, on the other hand, were eight hours away from us, so going to visit them was hard due to the nature of my husband's job. So instead, my parents would come visit us every other month, if possible, in the next three years we spent stationed there. My husband got moving orders, and we moved July 2019 when I was seven and a half months pregnant. Luckily, the Army packed and moved all of our belongings so we didn't have to deal with the home moving process while being this far along in my pregnancy. They move. This move put us three hours from my parents' house and four hours from his parents' house, which was perfect for us. There were a lot of red flags with my mother-in-law, but they weren't towards me, so I would just ignore them. Let me add that my mother-in-law has four other grandchildren, not including mine, and my son... It was and is my parents' first grandchild. The real problem started the day our son was born. My parents traveled to us the day before my induction date. This was my first child. I was really nervous, and I only wanted my mom and my husband in the delivery room, which she had a problem with, but I just ignored it. I was in labor for 23 hours. 23 hours of being... Of only being able to have jello, popsicles, water, and Sprite. <laughs> Skip to the day after my son was born. My parents were still in town, and they would come see us at the hospital for a few minutes. They would bring us food, give my husband a break so he can go home, shower, take a nap in his actual bed instead of the couch. They cleaned and got our house ready for us for when we came home as well. Uh, well... The same day, my mother-in-law calls my husband and starts bitching to him about the fact that my parents were still there and told him that they would not come to us until my parents were gone. Well, that's very mature of them. Uh, because they didn't want to share my son. Keep in, po- keep in mind, uh, our son was my parents' first grandchild. So, of course, they were obsessed with him and they wanted to spend as much time as they could with him before they had to leave the next day. My parents spent three days with us. Three. 
Fast forward to when my son was six and a half months old. My husband gets deployment orders for seven months. My husband and I start have started the process of building our house, so we decided to end our renting agreement, have my son and I move in with my parents while he was dis- deployed to save money so I would have help with the baby. My husband and I came to de- decision together. I guess I should add that I am Hispanic and my parents speak little English. Sometime between the time we stayed at my parents, my mother-in-law tells my husband, he, referring to my son, my son, better know English too. Like, excuse me? What? Uh, Even if we were only to speak to my son in Spanish, he would know English as well because we live in America. My husband and I want our son to be bilingual. Now to the real quicker. Fast forward to planning my son's first birthday. My husband was still deployed, so unfortunately he was not able to be there for his first birthday. Since the majority of the family lives in the same state my parents live in, that is where my son and I were staying. And where my son and I were staying, we decided to have the party at my parents' house. Regardless of where his party was at my parents' uh, sorry, my husband's family would have had to travel. My son's actual birthday fell on a Saturday that year, so I planned to have his birthday party that same day. Well, there was something going on that weekend, so all the hotels were booked and flights were expensive, so my mother-in-law asked if we could push the party to the following weekend, and I agreed because I wanted my husband's family to be there as well. I told her I was going to have a small party for him on his actual birthday, too. My husband and I talked about having two birthday parties so that when his family came down the following weekend, they would be able to spend quality time with our son since they hadn't seen him in a few months. His actual birthday. I paid for all the decor, the cake, the drinks. My parents paid for the food and the bounce house. We invited our close friends and family, but we are Hispanic and we have a lot of family. So you think we invited the whole damn city. She didn't say damn. (laughs) My son had a blast. Later that night, I posted pictures on Facebook from the party. My mother-in-law commented on the post saying, I can't believe you did it without us. Followed by a very lengthy text talking about, how could you do that without us and not tell us? You hurt my feelings, blah, blah, blah. I tried telling her that we wanted to do two separate parties for him so there wouldn't be so many people around when they came over, but that wasn't enough for her. She said that I stole the ideas for his party, and she wasn't happy about that. My parents and I had paid for everything for his first birthday. His second birthday party. My mother-in-law had paid for the cake, the cookies, and for the second birthday party, and I paid for the decor and all the food and drinks. We had his family over and only some of our family. My son had a blast. My son is now two uh, years old. My mother-in-law is very much crazy and complains every time my parents spend time with my son. When my parents are with my son, they change his diaper, they feed him, give him a bath, play with him, put him to sleep. They literally do everything for him. My mother-in-law has never changed his diaper, bathed him, fed him, nothing. So I f- don't feel comfortable leaving my son with them. She is a super to- she's super toxic for me and my family. She causes arguments between my husband and I, and I want to cut her off so bad. But she's my husband's mom, and my husband doesn't fully see how wrong all of these things that she is doing or has done are. Any advice, please? What do I do? And then she attached pictures. Wow. 
See, this is exactly what I was saying with the last email. Like, thank God that your husband is on board because we read too many emails like this that's like, the husband doesn't see it, he doesn't understand. A lot of the problem is, is her husband's been deployed. Right. I mean, he's only two years old. He missed the first birthday. He's been gone for seven months after that. I mean, the husband he doesn't see it at all. Her toxic behavior. Plus, I'm sure. I mean, it's his mom. So of course, he has blinders on to her. You know, he's going to try to protect his mom. Yeah, but also, if she comes back and says your mom said X, Y, and Z, called me, said this, commented this on Facebook, he should be like, "What the fuck." You know what I mean? Like deployed I mean, if- or not, like if she says that, then he should feel a certain way about it. No. Absolutely, 100%, yes. Right? Yes. And he's still kind of defending her. In yeah, I ways. hate that. <laughs> like, I don't care what you are. If you're toxic, oh, you're toxic. Yeah. I, oh, huh. I don't know. If I was in this position, I'd be like, why are you getting mad that my parents are spending time with my child? Like, I, you don't want grandparents in, in his life? Like, No, because they speak Spanish less. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> we're living in America. I mean, hello. I mean, uh, listen, the more the more languages a child can learn, in my opinion, it's only going to help them in life, right? I mean, I hate this whole vibe of like as her. if it's their <laughs> as if it's their baby. Like, yeah. like it's not That's your child. My idea. That was my idea that I was going to do for his party. You stole my idea. Well, you couldn't come on his birthday, so I had a party, and I'll have another one for you, too, next weekend. I mean, and she was nice enough to even offer that. Right. She was, nice she was like, yeah, I'll do say, two you parties. You're right. I'll do that party then, and, you know. But I still want to have a party on his birthday, and boo-hoo that you can't come. That's your problem. Oh, my God. I just, I don't get it. I hate people like this, man. I, I feel really, really bad for you. And the fact, listen, she, she could sit there and say, um, you know, like, she hopes that her grandchild learns English and um, comment about how she doesn't like how much time that your family spends, but your family actually takes care of this child. She's never changed a diaper, bathed him, fed him. Like what? It's like a trophy. She wants to post pictures on him on Facebook. Like this is my grandson. This is what I did for him. The party I threw him. The food I bought for him. Like it's more than that. And it seems like your parents have a very genuine connection, and they just want it as another like check on their list, like another grandbaby, like check, mm-hmm. like you know, like I I, I don't know, like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you guys will have to go far. Maybe he'll get deployed far, far away, and you'll just be really super far from them. Uh, How do you? I don't know. This would fucking annoy me. I'd be like, I don't understand the issue. My family is seeing my baby. They were only here for a short amount of time. Three days. When they leave, you can come. I'm sure, like, this is during COVID times, no? Like, they had limited visitation. Like, relax. It's you know what's crazy to me? It's crazy to me that they're loving your your parents are loving your child and showing them love and and helping She's mad you at that. cleaning your house, making sure you're prepared, taking care of your baby so your husband, you know, so her son so her son can go home and take a nap and sleep in his own bed. Like right. they're they're doing the right thing and in her eyes it's just like wah 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 me 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 I want that. Are you kidding me? It's not about you. Ugh. This is not about you Ugh. at all. I think you need to have a conversation with your son, your, your husband yeah. and tell your husband what Alyssa just said. It's not about them. This was actually 2019 she said. 
Okay, so it was right before COVID. But yeah. still, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They were doing the right thing for your husband. Like, you, they were like, oh, we're going to clean the house. We're going to come to the hospital this way. He can go home. He could... He, they, your parents have been supportive and only shown good and done good things, and and, and they're going above and beyond. Like she doesn't even have to do all that. She just has to be a good person, and she's not. Yeah, like you're not asking her to be like, oh, here's my kid. Like change his diapers, put him to sleep. Like you're not asking for all that. Like just be a good human. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. No, I think you need to speak with your husband, and um, you you both need to get on the same page because it seems like he's like, yeah, I don't really see it. I think you need to. Show him. I don't like that. Because I think that's going to really become very damaging because right now you're smack in the middle, three hours from one set of parents, four hours from the other. You're smack in the middle of both sets of parents. And I think this is just going to continue and I think it's going to become more and more vicious. And I think you're going to start growing a lot of resentment, which I think is going to take a toll on your marriage. He needs to get on the same page as you. You, You both need to compromise, get on the same page. And maybe, um, he needs to make sure he's around and he's present when his parents come kind of thing. And and be have his ears open and his eyes open to what your his mom and dad are doing and saying when they're in your company and correct them if they're doing something that's out of line. Coming from you is gonna be one thing. Coming from him would be another, you know? And he needs to be able to take control of that situation. That would really upset me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Especially if, like, even just the party thing, like, I offered to have another weekend for you. To accommodate you. And then you're texting me saying, I can't believe you do that without me. Like, I'd go to my husband and I'd be like, I literally am having another party for her. Look what she's doing to me. And how does he not see that? Like, that to me is, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, if I went to my partner and confided in them about that, and I was trying to do the right thing, and they were like, oh, she's not doing anything wrong, I'd be like, are you fucking, like, what? What? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean... Like, are you blind? I, I Obviously, to me, he has his blinders on because it is his parents. That's a red flag to uh, me. Sorry. But that's what I'm saying. You she want a partner who's supportive. Yeah, you need to sit down and tell him that. You need support. You yeah. need to have him on the same page as you. You guys need to come to an agreement moving forward about how it's going to work because, you know... Obviously, grandchildren, if they can have both sets of grandparents in their life, great. If they're both, if both sets of grandparents are toxic and you don't want either of them, great. You both have to come on a pay, uh, come to an agreement. Yeah. And he's going to want his parents in your son's life. Then he needs to be there when they come and he needs to be able to put his mother in check if need be. Like, that's my opinion. Yeah. I think point blank, like, you just want support from your partner, whether it's his mother, a friend, a cousin, like, a random person on the street treating you bad. Like, if somebody's treating you bad, you want your partner to stand by you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter who it is. It's not even the fact that it's his mom. It's somebody's treating you with disrespect. I, I agree, but I think because of it's his mom. It's even more of a big deal. I think this uh, the son's trying to protect him. Not my mom. I don't <sighs> see it. Like, I think he's more prone to looking the Be other defensive. way because it's his mom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You definitely need to have a conversation with him. Have a serious sit down, not argument. Nothing nothing get nothing never gets solved when you argue. 
you know, but sit down and just have a good conversation. Bring up the the receipts. Show him that Facebook fucking post. Show him that text message again when you're not heated, when he's not heated, when you guys could sit there and really go over, like, what is wrong? Like, we need to solve this. Because I don't want you growing resentment. You guys are going to wind up ruining your... Because of her? Because of her. It's not worth it. Yeah. I, I can't believe... I don't know, like, how did he sit there and listen to her go, oh, he better know Spanish. Oh. Like, there's a way to say that. It'd be like, oh my God, are you going to teach him so he can be bilingual? You know, like, have a conversation about it. Like, he better know, like, excuse me. <laughs> better what? This is not your kid. Even if they didn't want to teach him Spanish. Or what do you say? Oh, better know English. Sorry. But, oh, he better know English. Like, even if he only knew Spanish, like, it's their child. I mean, I get it because she doesn't speak Spanish, I would assume, and she wants to communicate with him. But there's a way to say that in a nice way. Like, oh, you're going to teach him both, like, da 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 you know, like, so that I can communicate with my grandchild, da-da-da-da. Mm. Like, the fact that she said that to him and he doesn't see that as a red flag, mm, I don't know. That rubs me the wrong way, because if my mother said that to me, I'd be like, excuse, excuse me? Horrible. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just think we're in a day and age where, like, people need to stop, like, just being okay with things just because it's family. Like, if somebody says something disrespectful to you, like, you need to address it. You know, like... I just, I saw a meme not too long ago that said that we need need to normalize that just because you're family, like, you can cut out toxic people. Or stand up for yourself. Be like, excuse me, mom, this is my son, A. Of course he's going to be bilingual because that's our choice, not because you said it to me. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But don't tell me what to do with my son. He needs to be a little more vocal. Because coming from her... I think means one thing. Coming from him would mean yeah. another. But yeah. I think also he needs to sit down and be like, Mom, this is my child, mm-hmm. and me and my wife yeah. are going to raise this baby the way we are choosing to raise this baby. Yeah. You know? And uh, I, I think know. you're right. I think that he needs to open his eyes to it and see it more maybe right in front of him because I think sometimes, you know, we get dismissed that they're like, oh, you're just, you're just being like a dramatic girl. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you're just like seeing it in the wrong way. Like, right. it's fine. You're just, you know? And so I think sometimes we get dismissed like that. Because if you remember, the husband wasn't there for the first birthday. So he, right. maybe he, he you know, maybe she said, oh, you had to see the message she sent me or whatever. And he was just like, he's doing his, he's, he's, in, he's on true. deployment. He's busy. He's busy in his life. That's why I'm saying if you could sit down when you're both in good mind, good sound mind, not arguing, yeah. in a good mood, and just say, listen, yeah, I love you. I don't want our relationship to suffer, but this is what needs to be solved. Yes. You know? Yes. Good luck. You need support from your partners, man. Okay. This is some kind of update. I don't know why it's oh, here. Okay, you can move. I'll go to the next one. Okay, mother-in-law help. OMG, hello. I love both of you ladies so much. All right, buckle in. I have a situation and I need advice. Why is everyone saying that? I know. It's like a day of like, I guess any time it comes to like the mother-in-laws, we got to buckle up. Yeah, (laughs) get ready for the shit show that's about to happen. Okay, so my husband and I have been together since 2014 and married since 2015. We now have three beautiful babies together, ages five, four, and two. We own a house and we have a handful of pets. Well, here comes the issue. So my mother and I have always had a rocky relationship. She never liked me. This is just how I see things. Does she mean mother-in-law, you think? 
No, because then she talks about her mother-in-law. Okay. Um, so my mother and I have had a rocky relationship. She's never liked me. This all is just how I see things. It seemed especially when my husband and I were dating that my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law were obsessed with the idea of her. They often talked to her, invited her to go do things, etc. Her mom? Her mom. So her mother-in-law and sister-in-law were obsessed with her mother, and the three of them would go out? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm, Because they didn't like you, and they liked that your mom didn't like you? Okay. One of my biggest memories that stick out to me was one year I was having a birthday party dinner out at a restaurant. My in-laws got up and left early to go attend my husband's ex-girlfriend's wedding. That's like Holy you, that's like you slap in the face. That's like you leaving a dinner that we were out to go to one of Zane's ex's weddings. Oh. That's like the email we read where the mom is still friends with the ex. Oh. Okay. I'm fucking so sorry for you. I just want to say that there is a lot of things that have made the relationship rocky between us. Overall, she's not nice to me. When I had our firstborn and we lived at her house, I had postpartum depression and she would make comments on how I wasn't doing things right or how she shouldn't how we shouldn't have more kids if I can't handle it. She will make a post on Facebook, you know, those quotes about daughters that people share sometimes and then only tag my sister-in-law and not me. Or post a picture of the four of them and say, I love my family. Let's not mention that the photo she used was from a photo shoot that I set up and I had set up. And when she got them, she only bitched about how she hated the pictures. It's petty, I know. But why capitalize my? So then recently, she posted an old picture of the ex with my in-laws saying, happy birthday. Okay, whatever. That's annoying, but clearly I'm used to it. So I guess my question is, next year my sister-in-law is getting married, and my husband, myself, and the kids are all going to be in the wedding. Side note, I think that I was only asked to be in the wedding because my husband and the kids are in it, and that'd be a very awkward to not ask me. Is it wrong if I try and figure out that if the ex-girlfriend is going to be at the wedding? Oh, to ask if the ex-girlfriend's going to be at the wedding? I feel like if then, I don't want a part of it. I don't know if it's petty or if I just fake it and deal with it. Please help. Let me know what you think. Love you both. Oh. First of all, why would your husband have his ex at the wedding? Like, this whole dynamic is very confusing to me. The whole entire dynamic. The fact that his mom and sister are friendly with your mom. Not that that's a bad thing, but, like, off jump. And, oh, no. The fact that she left your birthday dinner to go to the son, your husband's ex-girlfriend's wedding? Is your husband still friends with the ex? And is she invited just to stick it to you? To you? Ooh. Like, why is the ex so, like, prevalent in this picture still? Like, are they, were they, like, like family friends and that's how they met? Like, was your sister-in-law and her best friends and that's how you met? You know, like, how he met her? Like, Yeah. yeah. If so, then you can't do anything about that because that's just a sticky situation. If not, then I would fucking be like, yo, I'm, she's going, I'm not going. I don't know how you, she doesn't know this, though. I, like, this is your husband. I, yeah, how is she, how is she, how is she in the picture? I think that's, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, because you if know? it was a sister's friend, then it's still her friend, even if they break up. Right. So that could just be, like, a shitty situation. But I think that, like, 
you don't have to like awkwardly ask your sister-in-law if she's going to be there. Like ask your fucking husband. Like, yo, is your ex going to be at the wedding? Because if so, I don't want to go. Yeah, I'd rather not go if she's going to be there. It's going to make me uncomfortable. Like, Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I would talk to your husband about it. Point blank. And if you feel like you were only invited just because it would be awkward if they didn't invite you, then I wouldn't want to go to the wedding either. How about the how about the fucking picture with the I love my family? Yeah, who posted that? Who was this about? Her mother-in-law, right? She'll make posts on Facebook, quotes about daughters, and only yeah. tag my sister-in-law and not me. I think this is her mom. That she's had a rocky relationship. She's not nice to her. She stayed at her house and she had postpartum depression. She said, don't have kids if you can't handle it. Oh, that was her mom. I thought it was her I think so. And then she would say, I love my kids and only tag my sister-in-law. And That's then say, I love my family. Up. So it's like, I mean, in essence, for whatever reason, you're the black sheep of the family. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure what why, it seems though. Like, and um, I would just see myself out. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, you don't need to be surrounded by toxicity on both sides, your Mm -hmm. mom and your man's side. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's a double whammy. I feel bad for you. Mm -hmm. Also, can I just say something? Not that you are doing this, the person that wrote this email, at all. But obviously, when people are going to write in an email about drama, they're going to favor their side, right? So, like, also, when you guys are writing in emails, like, tap in with yourself and be like, did I do something (laughs) wrong? You know what I mean? Like, it's always good to, like, own up to your own shit. Like, like, maybe you did something to upset them. And if you did, it's not your responsibility to fix it if they're not going to tell you that they're upset with you, right? So, like, if you did something and they're all, like, you know, like, um, resenting you for it and they Mm -hmm. never said anything to you, then at the end of the day, it's their fault because they didn't express how they felt. But oh wait, on that same note of what you just said, yeah. how about her? Like when she left to go to the husband's ex girlfriend's wedding, did you ever confront her? Did you ever let her know like exactly. how that bothered you? Because exactly. it's just like you are saying that the resentment builds, yeah. as does yours. Yep. So nothing is ever going to get argued. I mean, argued, ironed out, and figured out if you guys don't communicate. So yeah. it could be something like th- her leaving to go to his her wedding or it could be something maybe you did that they're mm-hmm. taking one way and mm-hmm. it's so amplified because it was never spoken about and it it's doesn't seem like anything's been building spoken and about. building and building so it's like i think conversations definitely need to be had yeah or i i don't know because this seems yucky on both sides yeah and maybe it's it maybe it was like the mother-in-law is like you know like maybe she's known the ex since they were kids and that's how they met and they fell in love and then they ended up getting divorced or, or broken up or whatever and like maybe that's like her Family daughter friend, yeah. yeah like but you don't know because you never spoke about it and like if she didn't tag you in that picture like why you know like yeah like things need to be spoken about yeah. otherwise you're just gonna build this like icky resentment like mm. yeah like yeah but confrontation just, is hard you know <laughs> like it is but it doesn't have to be know, in face to face you know, when you saw that post, like, hey, I noticed you didn't... Right, a text. ...left me out of a it. A text is okay. <laughs> like, hi. Or talk to your husband about it. Yeah. Hey, listen, your mom did X, Y, and Z. It upset me. Do you know why? Can we dive into it? Should I message her? You know, like, mm-hmm. you need to be talking about these things. It sounds like, to me, you're just holding these things in. As is the family. I think there seems yeah. to be a lack of communication on both parts, but I definitely feel like, like Liz said, just 
talk about it. And did they know you had a shitty relationship with your mom? Or were they like, oh, let's get close with her because that would be nice because then both sides of the family can be close. Right, because that might be what's happening, but your visual, you're seeing it because you had a rocky relationship with your mom as like it's, they're getting like up against on you. you. Right? So definitely I would just start trying to You need to iron out a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like it's very good or healthy right now. Yes. I feel very bad for you. Give us an update. Please. And let us know. Um, yeah, or maybe send us more info if you want our advice again, because I feel like some things are missing here. You know? I mean, she's married for seven years, and they have three kids together. So I know, How does she not know? But how, yeah, so you have to know the, the yeah. dynamic. I don't know. Let us know. Um, thank you guys for listening today. I hope you enjoyed. Jerry's sad now. I am sad. <laughs> I don't like this. I, know. I love love, and I hate I when just things feel like just don't... There's never like, I mean, I guess that's fucking not true. I'm like, you don't butt heads for just absolutely no reason. Like, there had to have been something that ticked somebody off, even if it was something small, like the mother in laws that hate the daughter in laws. I just feel like there's gotta be something that happened, you know? But also, we've read many of emails that mother in laws are just nutso and just hate her for no reason. But also, they're writing it from their perspective. So maybe they did do something and they're just not letting us know. Mm hmm. We only uh, can uh, give advice on what we're told, you know? Yeah, and then that email is definitely seems on all parts major lack of communication. 100%. I mean, you and I haven't said that in a long time. Like, communication yeah. is key. It and is. And I really think between you and your husband, starting with the issue coming to the wedding, yeah. this is a great place to start. And I think you need to, like Liz said, get in touch with yourself and mm-hmm. maybe what your role is in all of this. We all have toxic behaviors at some point in our life. Absolutely. We, and all, we do. all play a role. I mean, if there's an argument, it's because it's between, like between two people. Both people, both parties have some sort of responsibility in that argument, right? Yeah. And so, it's okay to own up to it. Right. So taking, owning, or knowing what your responsible uh, responsibility is in that dynamic is very, very important. And mm-hmm. then go from there and sit down and talk to the mother-in-law and sit down and talk to the sister-in-law and sit down and talk to your mother and let her know how you felt. Like you said, I felt like she's never liked me, right? Yeah. That's horrible Yeah, to feel that way. So to grow up feeling that way. I think, yeah, I think communication is really, would help you guys tremendously. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. We're interested. We want to hear from you. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to help support the podcast, you can go rate us on Spotify. Rate us five stars. It would mean the world to us. Literally, all you have to do is just go to our Spotify and just hit the little star button. That's it. You don't have to write anything. It's very easy and simple, and we appreciate it. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, you can get our episodes early. You can get our Mondays on Sundays and our Thursdays on Wednesdays and it's only $2.99 a month and it helps support us put out two free episodes a week and we highly appreciate all of you subscribing. It means so much to us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we will talk to you all on Thursday. Okay, love you. Bye.